Hello everyone, this is Pastor John here at Liberty Church of Cosby. Are you watching and listening to too much noise? Coronavirus. 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 We continue to stay on top of breaking news There is so much noise, noise, noise in the world. In fact, the fictional demon screw tape says that all of hell has been occupied by noise. He says, we will make the whole universe a noise in the end. We've already made great strides in this direction as regards the earth. The melodies and silences of heaven will be shouted down in the end. But I admit, we are not yet loud enough. If you're caught up in that kind of storm, can I encourage you to learn the blessings of silence? A couple of Sundays ago, somebody asked me after a Sunday message if I was negative on the idea of meditation. And I was asked that by a couple of people. And that's good. I'm here to be questioned. I think everybody needs to be thinking when they're listening to messages. I was a little negative on a certain kind of meditation, but to answer the question, I am not negative at all. I am pro-meditation. There is a healthy way to approach meditation that does not fall into empty spirituality. Here are some examples from the Old Testament. Uh, Genesis 24:63 says, Isaac went out to meditate in the field in the evening, and he lifted up his eyes and looked, and there the camels were coming. And then we're into the rest of the story. But the idea here is that he was meditating and this is thousands of years ago in an already much slower world and he was taking time out to muse, to think, to meditate. Later on, after Moses had led the nation of Israel for decades, Joshua is now having to step up and he's nervous and he's scared. And so the Lord tells him, don't be afraid. And he says, it's time for you to meditate. He says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. And the word meditate here has the idea of growling, uttering, speaking, musing, moaning. It's kind of this little, it's kind of this quiet self-talk under your breath as you muse, as you think to yourself about the things that you need to consider. Psalm 48, 9 says, within your temple, O God, we meditate on your unfailing love. And here the idea is to make comparisons and to use your imagination and to think about something, meditating on God's unfailing love. Psalm 77.3, the writer says, I remembered God and I was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. And the word complain here is, is a negative twist on the idea of meditation. Whenever you complain about something, do you just generally say something once about a complaint that you have, whether it's with a, a doctor, the government, the post office, the, the grocery store, whatever you get online? Are you constantly giving single-star reviews to books that you buy on Amazon? Usually people repeat their complaints, and the idea here is it's a negative kind of meditation. It's going over something again and again. That's the negative side, but the same idea of mulling something over. Psalm 119, 99 says, I have more insight than all my teachers, for I meditate on your statutes. And then there are a couple of New Testament passages. Philippians 4, 8, of course, reminds us that we're to think and ponder on things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, good report, 
Paul says, meditate on these things. And that's the word logizista. He's telling us to reckon things, compute things, calculate, count over them, put your attention onto, take things into account, to reckon inward, to count up or weigh the reasons, to deliberate. It's a lot of thinking going on. It's an active idea of pondering. Whenever we're directing our thoughts or our inner voice in a certain direction, that's meditation. And here, we want to be positive about it. We want to take our meditations toward God and His nature. Now, you might be thinking, an inner voice, that sounds strange. I don't think I have an inner voice. Well, you've heard people talk about self-talk, the inner dialogue that I think everybody has. Psalm 45.5 says, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? So here's a man talking to himself, questioning himself. Why are you down? And then he tells himself, hope in God. He's giving an imperative. He's commanding himself. He's saying, change your cast down position into a position of hope. That's, that's directing your thoughts. And so, yeah, I don't think that we can have an effective Christian life without meditating, without directing our thoughts, our inner voice towards the things of God. But how do we do it? This is just a recommendation, but I like Psalm 46.10, where it says, Be still and know that I am God. Now, the idea here of being still means to become helpless or cease or collapse. A negative translation of the word means to be discouraged, but it's a, it's a quieting, downward mo- motion. It means to sink down. It means to relax. It's just being quiet. Being still is a prelude or a precursor to being able to pray. I find that my prayers are more organic, they're more authentic. Here's a trick that might work for you. First, put your phone in airplane mode, silence your phone, set a timer for 10 minutes, carve out 10 minutes where you can be silent and listen to the silence. Let the chatter in your mind blow over. Usually that chatter will come in a storm. You just got to endure that storm of all these thoughts. Let it storm over you and then disappear and find a moment of silence. 10 minutes, 20, and if you want to expand that to 30, I think you'll find that your prayer rises more naturally. And your knowledge of God can increase because you can finally direct your thoughts towards the things you know to be true and scriptures that you want to ponder. A.W. Tozer writes that an old archbishop once said, God is over all things, under all things, outside all things, within but not enclosed, without but not excluded, above but not raised up, below but not depressed, holy above presiding, holy beneath sustaining, holy without embracing, and holy within filling. And it is this God that we need to know. So if you feel like a tiny boat in a vast churning sea, let me encourage you to come ashore. Be still and know that He is God. He is an eternal continent under your feet. You can stand, breathe, and take in the sky. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And we say, Amen.